0: Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Big Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Bidemir it. On this episode, I'll be having a conversation with my guest, Vladimir Duque, a friend, brother, former colleague, and fellow cybersecurity professional. Vlad shared how his tinkering with computers when he was much younger got him interested in cybersecurity and how his decision to take the Comtea Network Plus certification before he began an online cybersecurity program helped him build a solid foundation in cybersecurity. We talked about his opinion of the relationship between education and experience, his approach to motivation, what a typical workday looks like for him, his favorite activities outside of work, and more. For details on how to get in touch with Vlad, please see the links to his Twitter and LinkedIn profiles in the show notes. Here is my conversation with Vladimir Duque. So um, thanks Vlad for joining us on this episode. It's, it's nice to have you here.
1: Hey Vid, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, thank you. So um, to start with, could you um, briefly introduce yourself and just tell us what you do?
1: Yeah, sure. So my name is Vladimir Duque. Uh, I'm Colombian. I grew up in New Jersey though, and uh, I'm a cybersecurity analyst for uh, Telecom.
0: Thanks for that brief introduction. Um, I know me and you have worked together before. Um, We're actually former colleagues. That's how we kind of met each other um, back at Verizon. Um, Could you briefly describe the path that got you to where you are today in terms of education, certifications, and so on?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, uh, after I decided that I wanted to do cybersecurity, um, I, I applied and got accepted into Penn State's online uh, security and risk program. Um, but between the between the time period that that between the time period of when I got accepted to when I started, um, I, there was about five months, and I figured I'd do something before I start to get me prepared. Uh, so I actually started studying for the uh, CompTIA Network Plus certification. And, you know, in hindsight, this was a great decision because the network plus certification, it gave me like this just great foundational knowledge about networks. Um, right. And, you know, when, when it comes to cybersecurity, well, without the network, there's there's almost no threat. Right. I mean, the adversary True. needs the True. network. right? True. So, um, I, you know, later on, I, I would go on to study more uh, in-depth network concepts uh, in, in in the PSU program. And, and that, of course, that advanced my understanding even more. But that foundational knowledge that I got from the network plus, I mean, that was priceless. So I would say, sure. you know, if, if if you're looking to get into security, um, starting off with, uh, you know, anything that will teach you or give you knowledge of the network. Uh, would be
0: important. Right, right. I, I concur with that. Um, it's it's important to understand the foundation of what you're going to be studying about anyway. It's like you want to get into telecommunications. You have to know what the backbone, the, the cables and the wireless and so on, and then build from there. So that's um, a good a good way to look at it. Thanks for sharing that. Sure. So um, the next question I have here is why do you love cybersecurity and how long have you worked in this field?
1: So, I mean, cybersecurity has just been incredibly fun, you know, because it's like you're a detective in one of your favorite crime scenes or, or crime shows, <laughs> right? <laughs> but minus right. the minus right. the risk of getting killed, right? So, you yep. know, I mean, I, I love puzzles. Uh, I love digging for information and putting clues together to try to see a bigger picture. Uh, it's nice. been it's been a lot of uh, fun, and it's been an awesome pleasure to work with many different people from many different backgrounds, and and you learn something different from everybody, right? So right um, right. I've also enjoyed like understanding and reading, uh, about world events as they relate to cybersecurity. Right. I mean, it's the new frontier, right? So it's like the war, the war of yep. tomorrow or, or the wars of today even are being fought digitally. So just, yep. Yep. you know, just being able to observe the decisions that companies or governments are making regarding our data, our privacy, um, being able to talk and, and listen to the opinions of seasoned information security professionals. Uh, that's priceless. That that I enjoy a lot because it adds perspective um, and truth, which is which is harder to get uh, from the news or, or the media these days. I could go on. There's so many things um, being able to work from home and being close to my family. Right. Uh, right. That's right. something I didn't even think about when I started pursuing this career. But it's definitely mm. uh, meaningful uh, in this day and age.
0: Right, right. Um, I, I, I agree with what you said about um, adding perspective and truth, because nowadays the the, list, the news we listen to, it's pretty much packaged and processed for us already, which is that raw raw data, raw information is hard to come by this day. So having a, a cybersecurity approach to just listening to the news on radio, TV or reading something online that provides additional context. So that's that's something I definitely um, agree with. Um, thanks for sharing that. So um, was there a particular moment that made you interested specifically in pursuing this career path?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, uh, so w- growing up, uh, I was always into making technology do what the community wanted technology to do. And not necessarily what the companies that made the technology intend them to do, right? So, uh, right. Uh, you know, I, I, I would go online and, and, and download tutorials or, or read, you know, do yourself guides uh, that allowed, for example, like your Xbox or your PlayStation to run homebrew right. code. Um, it, right, but right. It, it took me a long time to realize that, that I could actually pursue a career in cybersecurity, that I could do that for a living. Um, it was about like six years ago, right? There's, there weren't as many ads as you see today, you get bombarded with, um, ads everywhere about take this course or take this training. And, um, but back then, you know, there, I didn't see, at least I wasn't presented with that many. Um, but I started researching, I found many courses. Uh, I saw many career paths. I saw many job openings, um, and it all revolved around information security. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I mean, this is what I want to (laughs) do. Um, right but you know i enjoyed security concepts since i was a kid even in high school i, I just hadn't given a serious thought about a career option until i did one day and i was like yeah this is what i want to do
0: nice I, I agree with that um back then in the days of sega genesis uh, would try and figure out what, what makes this controller do the things we, we do and then literally unscrew the the, the screws and poke inside the the game console to see what's what's going on here so looking for cheap codes online and all that fun stuff yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so, uh, what do you think prepared you most for success in your current position
1: um I, I think it was exactly just that i think playing with computers as a kid or or a teen uh, i think that prepared me the most believe it or not mm-hmm. um not, not just playing with them, but exploring and learning and and building a passion for these systems and tinkering with systems at home um really for no for no reason other than just because I enjoyed it um, right right b- because through exploring on your own, right? you just you learn so much, right? like like true, true. S- an example that I could think of is like let's say you're 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 setting up a Raspberry Pi with a media server, right? because you want to be able to. I don't know, you want to watch your home videos of your family and you want to be able, uh, you know, to, 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 to view them from any device in your home. And then you also want your family members in another state, for example, to watch, you know, right. home videos of your kids or, you know, special moments, right. birthdays, you know, whatever. So you start looking right. online for a solution, you'll find like an open source media server program, you set it up. But, but during the course of setting, setting it up, you know, you're going to, You'll end up learning security concepts because you'll right. you'll you'll probably have to modify file uh, you know file permissions. Um, yep. you'll probably have to create users, you'll yep. add them to some groups, you know, modify permissions so that your media server can read um, you know, your 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 video files or your pictures. You know, you, you go through this whole process. Um you probably end up having to open up some ports on your router to allow your family in another right. state to stream your videos. But but right. l- later on, when you start, you know, hitting the books um, and learning about Linux file permissions, you realize how important uh-huh. and powerful they are. Um, you'll learn about how you know opening up ports on your router is uh, you know a dangerous thing to do if you don't secure it properly. Right. But it'll it'll all right. circle back. It'll all it'll all come together. Um, and I think right. that I think that's the the. the the, it's a beautiful thing when you when you learn while you're playing. I guess you know.
0: Yep, it's, that's something I can definitely resonate with because true learning, through just exploring stuff, we learn so much, and it's not not just about cybersecurity or figuring out how technology works. Just Listening to other people, learning from other people, interacting with them teaches us so much more than we can get in the textbook or online tutorial and so on. So yeah, that's that's definitely something I agree with.
1: And it sticks with you, right? It's it's like it's easier yep. to remember and, and and harder to forget because you enjoyed definitely. it. You you were something fun you did,
0: yeah definitely definitely it's something i noticed in my son's daycare when they teach them certain concepts they incorporate play into that that concept and then he comes home and then he starts to demonstrate all these things for us and i'm like oh these are the things they said they taught them and they taught them in a playful way and then now he's teaching us two three days later and it's just something fun to watch so yeah absolutely so what are the those hard and soft skills that you developed early in your career or you're still developing now that are serving you well in your career.
1: Um, I, I think an, an important thing to do is to is to listen uh, mm. and and pay attention um, mm. and 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 get get those those concepts and to apply them and understand them um, because sometimes you know you're quick to jump to a conclusion or quick quick to jump to uh, a, a decision, but. Uh, I think, you know, listening is, is very important, whether you're, um, and, and and paying attention and being focused, uh, something that, you know, nowadays with so many screens and devices and it's easy to lose focus. I think that's an important skill. Um, I, another, another thing, um, is just being able to, you know, you don't have to agree with, uh, what everybody says or with, um, everybody on your team, but you have to take it. Take everything people say into consideration um, as, right. hey, this could be a possible solution. Let's explore it um, as mm-hmm. opposed to right away saying, hey, no, it can't be like that or that's not going to work. Just open minded. And, and, you know, because people from different uh, walks of life uh, look at things differently and that can really add perspective and 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 can potentially end up uh, helping you conclude to. Um, better solutions, better uh, conclusions.
0: Right. So so that's what you just mentioned. is something I've learned in different ways throughout my career. Just being open-minded to seeing things from other people's perspective can even point you to a better solution. So you probably have a solution already, but that might not be the best solution. And just interacting with people, being open-minded, could even give you, um, if your solution takes maybe... $10,000, $10,000, the better solution could cost maybe half that amount. So that's that's something something very important to, to have in mind. So in your own opinion, which one has been more valuable in your career? Is it your education or your experience?
1: Um. So, I mean, college is an expensive option. So, I mean, if you're asking me if, 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 if you need to go to college or if I think you need to go to college to enter the information security world, I, I don't think so. I mean, I would say no, because... I mean, between YouTube and the countless training platforms that exist today, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one can gather all the ed- education they need to be successful in, in cybersecurity. You know, some, some of the right. brightest minds that I've met in this space don't have a college degree. Right. Right. Um, right. But what, what college offers, you know, more importantly, is the structure of an entire program. Um, right. the ability to network closely with, you know, other folks that are pursuing similar career paths. And of course, like the guidance of your instructors and, and your peers, I think education will give you the confidence you need to succeed. Um, of course, you know, experience is, is important. Uh, uh experience will definitely make your paychecks look nicer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you want both, but you have to start mm. with education. Uh, But just just, just remember that you can get an education on YouTube, you know.
0: That's that's a key um, fact that a lot of people are starting to realize now. And I wouldn't say it's too late to realize that now because if YouTube has been around for a while and educational materials have been around on YouTube for a while, it's just now that you see Additional sites like Udemy and LinkedIn Learning and so on. And now they're offering courses that maybe some of them include some payment option if you want a certificate or it's free if you don't want a certificate. But the point is learning is now easily accessible. You don't even have to do an associate's degree to be able to have solid education about anything. Just anything in this in this world. So that's that's something very important. So thanks. Thanks for your insight about that.
1: And you know, what's important about that, too, is because, you know, we take it for granted here, you know, here in the US, but Uh, but there are other places that are not so fortunate. Uh, They don't have, uh, you know, tons of of universities and schools that you can just sign up for and go to. Um there are places right. you know people that are not as fortunate that that don't have access to quality education well that's what that's what youtube and and you know you mentioned udemy or or any of the other right. platforms they they right. are they are allowing for people all over the world to to become, you know, information security professionals or or anything else, really. So it's a beautiful thing.
0: So that leads to the next question. Um, How do you motivate yourself and your team members, colleagues, and so on?
1: Um, So you've heard that saying, it's not not if you get hacked, it's when you get hacked, right? So, I mean, I take a very competitive approach um, and I, in in my head, I want to find the adversary and I want to stop them. And I think that's a key motivator for me um every alert that you you know that we get to investigate uh it's a learning opportunity so that opportunity right um right. you know it's it's like a workout for a bodybuilder the more you dig the yeah. more you uncover and understand the the stronger you become in the fight to defend your organization
0: right so that's that's a very important way to look at it um motivation comes in different forms right so having having something about like your values in your career as um, i mean there's personal values there's career values and just having that at the back of your mind every day you log into your computer today i want to just stop an adversary whatever the manner that comes in that's a very strong motivator because different alerts require different attention different um, methods and so on but the important thing is at the end of the day, I want to be able to say I contributed to stopping an adversary. So that's that's a good way to look at it. Thanks for that. So um, that goes to the next question. What does a typical work day look like for you from sunrise to sunset or whatever your hours of work are?
1: Yeah, so exactly. So for the, the, the work day doesn't necessarily end at sunset, right? Yep. <laughs> Typically, yep, yep. the, the, the <laughs> typical day, I guess, would involve... Um, You know, picking up alerts from many different intakes. Uh, It could be from an endpoint detection and and response system, an an EDR, uh, or uh, some network monitoring solution like, you know, an intrusion detection or prevention system. Um, You pick up an alert, you're gathering logs uh, to try to understand, you know, what this alert is being raised on. Um, Of course, you got to create a ticket to document it. Um, and take appropriate actions, you know, whatever you have to right. do to mitigate and, and remediate the incident uh, in, in an event that it's a true positive scenario. Right. You know, that right. that that can involve uh, looping in various teams like, uh, uh-huh. like the legal department, for example, if the situation involves an exposure of like regulated data um, or getting uh, a system or a network administrator involved because they need to shut down a connection. You know, right. um, providing updates uh, and collaborating with other teams like the, the Intel team. You might be collaborating with uh, the forensics team because you need some you know, some device uh, analyzed. And yeah, there, there's, other, there's other aspects of the job. You know, um, you, sometimes you're reviewing alert logic. Sometimes you're recommending tuning opportunities to minimize false positives. Um, There's also some project work involved. I mean, that could be that could be reviewing a process for improvement, for example. You know, like uh, like how your team engages another team. Maybe there's a better way to engage, or or it could be that you're involved in a proof of concept or a new tool. Right. And and you're testing out this tool, um, and you're creating documentation for the tool, creating procedures around the tool, and then you got to make some time for training. Right. Uh, There's always something new to learn, so on-the-job training is important. Just got you got to make time for that too. So I think that's a typical. Typical things we do that, you know, not every day is, I I would say the days are never the same, but those are typical things.
0: Right, I I like how you mentioned training because a lot of times people kind of, it's not that they forget to include training, but there's so much swamped with work and then training just falls by the wayside. But at the end of the day, we, we work to, to advance our career, which is, I guess, a primary reason for even having a career in the first place. So that training, it's, it's very important. It's like being in school at the end of the semester, you take exams, which is kind of like a way to, to test your knowledge and develop the capacity to go into the next semester and then on and on until you graduate. So. In the work life, it's it's kind of more flexible. So training has to be like top priority for any form of advancement to happen. So thanks. Thanks for sharing that. So what do you like to do outside of work?
1: Um, I stay pretty busy outside of work. Um, yep, yep. I think, uh, you know, homework with my kids and just teaching them things and playing with them. That's like among my favorite things to do. But I like uh, I like 3D printing. I love cooking with my wife. We try to do that uh, at least once a month, just cook together. Nice um nice. and then uh right now i'm actually working on my masters uh at sans so that takes nice. up a large amount of my free time and then uh i'm also a big hip-hop fan so try to listen to music yep. uh Yep. When, I, mm-hmm. when I get a chance to work out or when there's n- not a lot of stuff going on, I just throw up some hip, hip-hop in the background.
0: Nice. I, I I try to, I guess, learn from people as well, people like you, um, on, on different things to just incorporate work-life balance because at the end of the day, we're working to be able to enjoy the, the benefits of that work with our family, um, extended family members, close friends, and so on. So it's important to be able to, I guess, enjoy the, the fruits of those, those labels. So thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. So what advice would you give someone who is interested in pursuing a career in the cybersecurity field?
1: Um, I kind of alluded to this earlier. I mean, I would say learn about the network, learn right. network concepts. If you can get any network related certification, go for it. Like, you know, CompTIA's network plus or one of the Cisco certifications Um, Just because it's going to give you like such a solid foundation to build your knowledge uh, and skills uh, on top of that. Um, And then I would say, you know, practice at home, you know, build a lab. You can, you can, you can build a lab with old equipment. If you have an old system, an old device laying around, even raspberry Pis it's, you know, it's a generally cheap way to start, you know, build some VMs, destroy them, build them, configure them. I think that is a good way to start.
0: Nice. Um, I, I hear that a lot. Um, being able to, to do some hands-on practice on your own, because every recruiter would ask you, um, what do you do to keep up with the industry? So that's, I mean, you you either know it or you don't know it. So learning about the foundational things, learning about those, because the things you do on your own, like we just discussed earlier, stick to you better than something you read somewhere or something you learned in a textbook and so on. So thanks. Thanks for sharing that. So where do you see the industry going in the nearest future?
1: Um, I think, um, I mean, I'm hopeful. Uh, I think we're going to get to a point um, that we're way more secure than we are today. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, uh, you know, when the Internet was invented, security was just wasn't a priority. Right. They didn't imagine it was going to grow like it did. And the priority was functionality, not not security. So, you know, for the past decades, we've been building security on top of the Internet. I think one technology that is uh, and and likely will continue to disrupt our current model is the blockchain. Uh, I think that as more companies adopt blockchain technologies, Uh, And as the cost of those technologies decrease, uh, I think we should start seeing a more secure uh, uh, internet uh, in the future, I I hope.
0: Right. Um, I agree with you. Um, The blockchain is becoming a very key part of just the normal life in general. I I hear now that lawyers now use blockchain in some fashion um, to prepare legal contracts. I I have no idea how that works. I don't know how they kind of manage to do that, but if they say that's what's happening then i believe them because like i said blockchain can be used for anything some some fancy barber shop in san francisco now incorporate blockchain into their business model how that has been done i have no idea so that's that's something to pay attention to definitely so um thanks thanks for that insight so now to something less technical related so what books are you currently reading or what tv shows are you currently watching
1: <laughs> you mean besides the six stance textbooks <laughs> that I've got part of this course?
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Um, I, I watched a couple of episodes of Wu Tang uh, on mm. Hulu recently, and and that nice. I, I liked it. I, I want definitely want to keep watching that show as I have time. And then there's another show coming out that maybe it's already out. Uh, Foundation. It, it's based on uh, the Isaac Asimov books. I'm excited about mm. that show. I need to watch that one.
0: Nice. Um, those are definitely some things I would also like to check out. I saw one episode of Wu-Tang, but then it was kind of like those episodes you see in the middle of doing something. I think I was in the kitchen or maybe running errands and I kind of caught glimpses. So it's definitely something I made a note to check out later, but then other things happened. And now that you mentioned it, I would definitely go back and put it on my list and check it out. Cool Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. So, um, are there quotes that motivate or inspire you?
1: Um, so, something I read in in someone's uh, email signature, not, not too long ago. It said, "When one teaches to learn." Mm-hmm. And when I read it, I thought, "Man, this is so true." Because you know, every opportunity I get to jump on a call with someone and and show them or explain something to them, um, or 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 they're showing me or explaining something mm-hmm. to me. Um, mm-hmm. Even if it's the most junior analysts on, on a team, I mean, junior analysts, man, they ask the best questions um, right, and, and right. those questions make you think. And and at that point, both of you grow. Right. Because you can right. learn a lot from questions if you go
0: after the answers. Nice. That's something I definitely resonate with, because the best way to show that you understand something is if you can teach it to someone else. And in the process of teaching that this happens to me all the time. I find out new ways, or I guess my brain finds out new ways to explain the same concept that I learned in a less technical, easier to understand way. And after each interaction like that, I come out of it understanding it better. So I guess the more I teach those same concepts, the better I become. And then that's the fastest way to become a specialist, in my opinion, just learning something and you don't keep it to yourself. You teach it to other people. Um, Yeah. So thanks. Thanks for that.
1: And your whole team can grow faster, right? If, if it, Yeah, you,
0: definitely. You, yep.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: So, um, to wrap up, I, how can people get in touch with you? Um, Twitter, LinkedIn, and so on. Um, could you provide yeah. some? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Sure. Sure. I don't. I don't do a lot of social media. Maybe. Maybe I need to do more social media. But uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I'm at vdx23. Got it.
0: So um thanks thanks Vlad for coming on the episode to share some of your deep knowledge with us. It's always fun to interact with you um since I I left Verizon we've been keeping in touch and you know sharing links and so on. So that's definitely going to continue. And of course, having this podcast as well is another opportunity for such things to just keep happening. I hope next time I invite you to come and drop some more knowledge, you would be able to join us.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You too, likewise. I I, I love uh, chatting with you. Um, you definitely share some awesome and, and interesting uh things. We, we do have some Uh, interesting conversation. So thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And I wish you the best of luck uh, uh, with everything, Bid. Thank you, man.
0: Thanks, Vlad. So um, that concludes my conversation with Vlad Duque. i would see you some other time. Later, Bid. Thank you. So that's all I have for this episode of the Big Picture. The production, editing, fact checking, audio engineering, and graphic design were done by your Epidemia Epidemiologiae. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity topics, news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can all learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you follow, download, or subscribe to the Big Picture podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio or wherever you listen to the podcast. And please share the show with anyone you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to me at thebitpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at Bid Picture, as well as on the Clubhouse app at Bid. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.